0: Spoštovane poslušalke in poslušalci, dobro večer. Tema današnje oddaje naj bi bilo delo od doma, torej stvari, ki so povezane z delom od doma. Seveda je danes sobota, kar pomeni, da mogoče delo od doma ni na urniku za vse od nas, pa vendre Pa tudi, ko smo se nadalje odločali o tem, kako bi to temo razvijali, smo ugotovili, da bi bolj govorili o delu kot o domu. Nadalje pa se je stvar obrna čisto v neko drugačno smer. Skratka, videli bomo, kako se ta oddaja razvija. Govorili bomo predvsem o ne lagodju, ki spremlja virus, ki spremlja to epidemijo. Nadalje pa tudi, kako je to nelagodje mogoče rešiti, kako ga je mogoče izluščiti iz nekaterih književnih del. V angleškem delu programa pa se nam obeta tudi več intervjujev in mogoče ena drugačna glasbena izbira kot v slovenskem delu, ko se večinoma oseotočamo na slovenske glasbenike. Lista revije. Lista mravijo mladina Slavoj Žižek u članku korisni pismi prijateljev. Piše o tem, kako je mogoče zaprtost v hišo, preživeti ob nekakšnem zanikanju situacije in povrnitvi moči rituala vsakdanjosti. To strukturati si je potrebno dan, van vse mogoče, kar nam krajša čas. Torej ne bi bil čas za odkrivanje bivanskega brezna oziroma brezna brezsmiselnosti, pač pa čas, da odkrijemo, da smo kot skupnost sposobni delovati prez obljube po nagradi, torej denarjo ali počitnicah. Zamislimo si vse tiste, ki se delajo in seveda nimajo um, nekega zagotovila, uh, da si bodo lahko v bližnji prihodnosti privoščili, um, bodo si od um, bodi si neko izdatno finančno kompenzacijo. In um, seveda je to čas, da smo tudi sposobni um, v njem priznati, oziroma spoznati, da je um, vsakršen več od tega, ne? več, neka večja nagrada, pravzaprav um, nerealna. Da boljša nagrada bi bila že to, da ohranimo neko spodobno življenje po epidemiji. Um, Vseeno pa nam ostaja čas, da na službo, domnevam, ki jo kdo opravlja, da se ozremo po drugih. Če verjamemo novicam o porastu sprehajavcev, na podlagi katerih so bili sprejeti nadaljni stroži ukrepi o omejevanju gibanja, potem moramo k prebidevanju o ostevilu oseb, ki se sprehajajo, dodati tudi številne um, poglede na tuja dvorišča in hišna pročelja. Zamislimo se sprehajavce, ki ki gledajo, kaj okoli njih, sprehajajo se po ulicah. In seveda so v središču pozornosti vse so sprehajavci, sej vendar oni, da pa kdaj zakašljajo ali posmrknejo in ob nedolžnem pokašljaju se hitro najde pogled, ki sporoča grozo. Groza je brško ne eden izmed um, pomembnih problemov za spoparanje sredanjo situacijo, um, je mogoče neko počelo usporedne epidemije, ki je nedvomno nevarno z zanjo, torej epidemije nekega, se pravi, problematike mentalnega zdravja. In kot je lahko groza tudi krivicná, Zakaj je krvična? Ker je prav tako, kako objektivne okoliščine, če sploh obstajajo, lahko zbuje ta neutemeljena slutnja ali predstava o nečem ali nekom, torej mora biti utremeljena na napačnih postavkah, ki so pač ne reč nič ne, ampak zdi se, da je nekaj, kar pa v bistvu ni. Um, za voljo tega bomo danes prebrali nekaj odlomkov iz zgodbe Shirley Jackson v hiši med hribi straši. Prevota da je struk, spruk um, iz letošnjega leta. Greza za bo o hiši, v kateri naj bi um, strašilo. Um, odlomke za zato, da ponazorimo, da je kolektivna groza, s katero smo obdani, ko spremljamo širenje virusa, pravzaprav groza neoprijemljivosti aka groza ima to bistrenostnost, to neoprijemljiivost mora biti ilustracije, virusa, kot ko ga specseski niso dovoljpe pričljive. Medr so zelo abstraktne, in še tiste upodobitve podobitve hudobolnih posameznikov, ki jih vidimo po televiziji, po internetu v časopisih, vse je iz skepsa. Dakolikčne mire moramo na najhuviše primere je načiti globalnim potekom bolezni. Tudi da prizori hudo bovnih ljudi vendrele nekaj premaknejo. Groza dobi oprijemljivo podobo. Postane nekaj, kar lahko postavimo přece, in se tja razrejemo. Zato je moder koristno z barne razdalje obuditi tiste groze ob le posloja ob doživljanju umetnosti in zgodba Shirley Jackson naj se izkaže kot ogledalo s prehajavcem, ki se ozirajo na dvorišče in za nimi iščejo skrite pomene. Zelo težko je namreč razločiti med slutnjo in samobolno domnevo. Kaj točno dela bivališče zlo ali dobro, domačno ali nekaj, kar nas odbija? Ali gre je mar za naš predsodek? Ko se mesta praznijo, pridejo brez življenska pročelja stavb še bolj do izraza. Torej, to so le in morda podobno velja za naša osebna telesna pročelja, za obrazno mimiko, ki, ki ni vselej skladna za notranjimi občutji, za arbitrarnost telesa. Groza, ki jo vzbuja razporeditev vidnih ali tudi drugače občutenih stvari, je torej naša osebna groza. Na nekaj čini je v hiši med hribi straši. Zgodba o neodstvrti tančici, o neodkriti notranjosti, morda hiša sploh ni zla, morda se zlo skriva nekaj drugje. to se moramo prav časih največje fizične razdalje vprašati, tudi o medsebojnih razdaljah, osebnih razdaljah, tistih onkraj fizičnega, pred nas od pogledu na drugega, je mora biti kužen, saj veste, obide groza, če je u predsotka v sporozumevanju, sporozumevanje vselej ne premošča, včasih je dovolj že vira, da drugi hoče dobro. V med hribi straši nekaj izbranih odlomkov. Noben živ organism. Ne more dolgo ostati priseben v pogojih absolutne resničnosti. Nekateri vrjamejo, da sanjajo celo škrjanci in cvrčavke. Hiša med hribi se je, nepřísebná. v samoti naslanjala na okoliške hribe in v sebi kopičila temo. Tako je stala že 80 let in ponemara obstala še na 80 Zidobi v so se peli na vzgor, opeka se je držala opeke, ta so bila trdna, vrata pa preudarano zaprta. Med lesom in kamenjem hiše, med hribi je ždela tišina in kar se je kradlo po njej, se je kradlo v samoti. Nobeno človeško oko ne more razločiti, nesrečnega križanja linij in poteski na obličju hiše izriše zlo. Pa vendar je neka blazna sopostavitev, skrešen naklon, naključno stikanje strehe in neba, hišo med hribi stremenino u kraj brezupa, ki je bil še toliko strašnejši, ker se je njeno obličje zdelo budno z iz raznih oken je sevala čuječnost, z namrščenega napušča pasenca senca skodoželjnosti. Skoraj da ni hiše, ki ne bi vzrta neprečekovano ali pod čudnim kotom, bo opazovalca uprna izrazito komičnega pogleda. Že hudomušen dimnik ali mancardno okno, ki je videti kot jamica na licu, lahko gledalca oplazi z žarkom tovarištva. Stavba, ki je ošabna, sovražna in zmiraj preži, pa je lahko le zla. Ta hiša, ki je bila videti, kot da se je ukroila sama, uzniknila v svojo veličastno formo pod nemočnimi rokami zidarjev, sprejema noč se v samoniklovo vozlišče lini in kotov, je svoje mogočno obličje upirala v nebo, ne da bi se ozirala na človeštvo. Nisem se odločil, je rekel doktor, v roki vrtečko zaradi z Brandy-a. Doktor je torej ena izmedo seb. Te pripovedi gre za strokovnjaka, za paranormalne pojave. On raziskuje in pozna zgodovino te stavbe. Nisem se še odločil, je rekel doktor. Kako naj vas pripravim na hišo med hribi? Torekoč obiskoval, ki so se odločili, da v tej hiši preživijo nekaj časa. Nikako vam nisem hotel pisati, pisati o njej in še zdaj se mi upira, da bi vplival na vašo zavest z razodevanje mene zgodovine. Še preden ste imeli priložnost, da bi si jo ogledali na lastne oči. Gotovo se spominjate, je začel doktor, hiš, ki so v levitiku opisane kot gobave, karat ali Homerjevega poimenovanja podzemlja. Hajda o domos, hiša hadova. Verjetno je odveč povdarjati, da je zamisev o hišah, ki so nečiste ali prepovedane, celo svete je stara toliko kot človeški um, Vsekakor obstajajo prostore, ki si jih je neizogibno oklene v svetosti in dobrote. Vrda ni preveč stvarno reči, da so nekatere hiše rojene zle. V hiši med hribi je, kdo ve zakaj, nemogoče stanovati že več kot 20 let. Na vprašanja, kakršna, kakršna je bila prej, ali so v njen značaj krojili ljudje, ki so v njej živeli, ter njihova dejanja, ali pa je bila zlaže od samega začetka, ne znam odgovoriti. Kako pa upam, da bom pred odhodom izvedel veliko več o njej? Nihče ne ve niti tega, zakaj za nekatere hiše pravimo, da v njih straši. Hiša je nemirna, gobava, bolna, kar je še teh izrazov, s katerimi radi diplomatsko poimenujemo norost. Ne uravnotežena hiša ne zveni slabo. Toda številne priljubljene teorije zavračajo elementi grozljivega, skrivnostnega. Nemalo je tistih, ki bi vam rekli, da so motnje, ki jim jaz pravim nadnaravne v rastnici posledica pretakanja podzemnih voda, električnih tokov ali pa halucinacije nastale zaradi onesnaženega zraka. Svoji zagovornike med skeptiki imajo tudi sončne pege zračni tlak in potresni sumki. Ljudem, je potožil doktor. Seveda tako mu di vsako stvar privleči na plan, ki jo lahko opredelijo, pa naj bo njihova opredelitev še tako nesmiselna, da le zveni za dosti znanstveno. Da vzihnil je, se sprostil in jih ošinil z beganim nasmeškom. Hiša duhov je rekel, vsi pokaja od smeka. Zalotil sem se, da sem kolegom z univerze, da jav, da grem poleti na ta In tako je ta stara hiša samo čemela tukaj. Vse v nje je ostalo nedotaknjeno, neuporabljeno, od vseh zapuščeno, samo čemelo je in premlevalo. Menim, da je zlo v resnici hiša sama. Svoje stanovalce je ukovala ob rige, jih pogubila in uničila njihova življenja. Leglo z dohotnosti je, Hiša med hribi se je neprisebna v slanja slanjala na okoličke hribe in v sebi kupičila temo. Tako je stala že 80 let in bo nemala obstala še nadaljnih 80. Zidovi v njej so se peli in ne vzgor. Opeka se je lično držala opeke. Tla so bila trdna, vrata pa preudarno zaprta. Med lesom in kamenjem hiše med hribi je ždela tišina. Incara se cralla la y'aï, se cralla usa moti. Trojnik moje uho ima oste robove. Številka tri. Torej, trojnik bi draščar Tomaš Grom na kontrabacu elektroniki, draščar na bobnih, cenja resnik na tenorosaksofonu. Predtem smo kot glasbo ozadje poslušali um, očitno neko staljnico našega programa, nastajajočo stalnica vsaj, gre za komad, um, Jakoba Bergerja in Dejena Berdena, I am dead and I have Morton Feldman's heaven, gremo naprej. Torej, včasih razmišljam, pred čem je groza naših oblastnikov. Pred je jih je zares, zares groza? Najbolj pred izgubo oblasti. V tem primeru se zares težko soočeti z resnico, ko ti svetovalec namigne, da obstajajo možnosti, da oblasti izgubiš. Toda nisem prepričan, da je groza vselej dobro predmetena pri oblastnikih. pogosto se zgodi, da nas z energijo navdajajo neki konkretnejši pripetljaji in k takim prav gotovo sodijo bolj poenostavljene, izkrivljene, upodobitve zla. Kaj bi se zgodilo, če bi se obledajoči v svojo osebno zlo, pomislimo recimo, koliko jih demonizira ilegalne priseljence, pa tudi konc koncu begunce, ki legitimno iščejo zil v naši državi, kaj če bi se Dejansko v to, kar nekateri mislim, da legit- dojemajo kot zlo, zazirali kot v nekaj, če se ne razumejo. Da bi vsaj enkrat prevzeli vlogo filmskega gledavca, ki poskušala razvozlati nagibe, ki ženejo negativca? Morda bi zlo izpuhtrelo in videli bi predvsej banalnejšo resničnost in se vprašali, zakaj na se sploh gorijo, Groza je pogosto nepravično občuteni, kot smo že omenili, nepravično, da predmete ali oseba, ki nas ne z njo. Toda da bi se do takšnega zaključka dokopal v sloji, bi moral poslušati svoje svetovalce, moral bi poslušati ljudstvo, oziroma tiste njegove predstavnike, ki so posebej usposobljeni za to, da berejo takšno realnost. Ob tej priložnosti se preleže ise, ki zbesedila Nikolaja de Condorcea, seder raz, razpetega med pripadnostjo revolucionarni oblasti u Franciji konec 18. stoletja in na drugi strani idejam, ki se stakratno ideologijo niso najbolj skladale. Za voljo tega je najprej še užival milost in pretrečen ugled, na to pa so za njim razpisali tiralico in ga Bojda ujeli za zavoljo njegove nenavadne jedi, ki jo je zaužil v eni izmed krčem nabegu. Naročil je Bojda omleto s dvanajstimi jajci. Seveda je bil to znak nekega aristokratskega porekla um, in takrat ni bilo dobro biti to. Um, Knjigo o črt zgodovinske slike napredka človeškega duha je napisal na begu, ko se je skrival. Takole pravi. Bere pa
1: Kaj tiče v moralnih in političnih vedah vse skozi obstaja velik razkorak med stopne razsvetljenja, ki so jo dosegli filozofi in stopnjo, ki jo je v popříči dosegel na vseh izobraženih ljudi, namreč oblikuje splošno sprijeto prepričanje, ki ga imenujemo javno mnenje, pa so, ne glede na vrsto državne ureditve, tisti, ki odločajo o javnih zadevah in neposredno vplivajo na vsodo ljudstva, vse zelo daleč od tega, da bi se dvignili na raven javnega mnenja. Sledijo mu, vendar ga ne dosežejo, še manj pa presežejo. Z mirom zaostajajo za nim tako po letih, kakor po številu spoznanih resnic. Slika napredka filozofije in širjenja razsvetljenja, katerih najsplošnejše in najočitnejše učinke smo že predstavili, nas bo toli pripeljala do dobe, v kateri vpliv tega napredka na javno mnenje ter vpliv javnega mnenja na narode oziroma njihove vladarje, nenadoma ni več počasen in neopazen. Pri celotnem prebivalstvu nekaterih dežel je povzročil revolucijo, ki je zanesljivo jamstvo tiste revolucije, ki mora zajeti vse človeštvo. Po dolgih obdobjih za blot. potem, ko so bili tavali v nepopolnih ali ohlapnih teorijah, so pravni strokovnjaki končno spoznali resnične človekove pravice in način, kako jih izpeljati iz ene same resnice. Namreč, da je človek čuteče bitje, ki je sposobno razumsko sklepati in si pridobiti moralne ideje.
0: Kajmo naprej? Samo kot in bliže? Spet smo Post im So here we are again now I'm getting back to you in English because it's time for English part of our program, but we also start this part of the program with a nice hello from our team members. So hey guys. Hi there Alrighty, Sydney from Amsterdam and also others. Uh okay perhaps later. Uh now <laughs> it's time for some improvised music. By the way, Sydney, how are you?
2: I'm very well, thank you. It's uh, lovely weather in Amsterdam. It's uh, hard for the government to keep either uh, to keep everybody inside. But uh yeah, very well. All right, all right. Nice weather here as well.
0: It makes me hmm, try to go outside, but I think uh, acoustically it wouldn't be really nice if we at our studio outside. Um, yeah, nevertheless, one more piece of music and then I promise for go to the interviews, so to leave another stuff up. But right now we have uh, another piece from our Slovenian friends. Urban Kusar is the name of the musician and he's going to provide us with some improvised stuff uh, with percussion and some, I guess, everyday objects. Uh, so let's listen. Urban Kusar and his in number one.
3: Thank you.
2: Hi everybody there listening. Still uh, going on with the music. We're running a tad late, but not to worry, we'll be there with some more English content for you. So stay tuned. Alright, so Sydney, the word is yours. Yes, thank you very much. Thanks to everybody still listening. Uh, we've come down to the English part of our transmission. Um, and we're taking it local. We're taking it here to the Zuiderzeewijk complex in Amsterdam East, where uh, I had the delight this afternoon to interview one of my neighbors, Bo van Beuningen, about her uh, pro-sporting career and how she manages to do it from home. So you'll be hearing that interview right now. Well, welcome with us Bo van Beuningen, living uh, on the same student island as I am here right in Amsterdam, the Zuiderzeeweg. Uh, welcome Bo, how are you?
4: Hi, I'm fine actually, and you?
2: I'm great, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're checking in with the show on uh, working at home, now we have you here as our pro sporter. Could you tell us a bit what, what it was that you used to do before the pandemic stroke?
4: Um, before this, everything on this? I rode like six times in a week, Uh, so kind of contest rowing. Uh, So that was really nice. That was primarily what I did. So a lot of rowing, a lot of sporting outside with a team of 10 girls. So Mm -hmm. uh, that was what I did. Right. And then, yeah.
2: (laughs) And it was quite an intensive training schedule you had, right? (laughs) Quite quite some (laughs) hours a day.
4: Yeah, it was like one training session t- took like three or four hours, so training itself was two hours, but then you had to warming up and cooling down and prepare the boat and get the boat out of the water and cycling to school, that's the row, um, how do you say it, like, um, uh, I don't know, where I wrote. <laughs>
2: well, Yeah. Uh, and and these are all things i'm sure you must miss now then
4: oh i i really miss it It but kind of heartbreaking to hear that. uh it is it is a really small chance that we would row again this year so Mm
2: -hmm.
4: it's kind of heartbreaking
2: because we're
4: really into it and a lot of time spent in it
2: yeah i can imagine is there an um is there a, a final uh, statement yet on whether the season will continue or is it cancelled as of now?
4: Um, for now, it is um, we'll called in Dutch plus uh-huh, Uh huh. The,
2: the scores, I guess.
4: Yeah, kind of the scores, indeed. Uh, those uh, uh, fell away, so those don't, don't work anymore. But maybe there will be if the uh, um, maybe there will will be one or two uh contests at the end of, of July. Mm-hmm. But that, even that is not sure because of the the, the rules now. Right. I, I don't know. So it is kind of everybody's hoping that we will be in the rowing uh, boat once again, but yeah. It is nobody knows and it isn't sure what it will be. So kind of everybody's hoping and every uh, Press conference. Mm-hmm. Everybody's like, "Oh, maybe, maybe we can row again. Maybe not." And every time we're calling each other, like, "Oh no, we cannot." So uh, nothing oh. is sure. So yeah,
2: uh, how do you prefer, pre- prepare for something like that? Like, say that you will have the final race in the end of July. How do you prepare yourself for that, physically and mentally? So
4: no, we're kind of keeping uh, each other and, and yourself. Um, uh, how do you say it, like in good shape, but mm-hmm. it's kind of hard because when we train with each other, you train every, training is like maximum and everything has to be at your best and always being on top of it yourself and now when you train with yourself, it I don't know, it, it doesn't have the, the feeling of with each other, but um, now I'm just kind of running around and do a little bit inside exercise every day, and um, do yoga, and uh, so keeping myself physically busy, (laughs) but.
2: No, so so yoga, you said, uh, is is that a new thing? Did you explore some new ways of staying fit in these days?
4: (laughs) Yes, I I tried to do some new stuff, uh, yoga as well. Um, I don't know if I like it, but it's nice for your muscles to uh, get and stay flexible. So that kind of positive um and everybody has like small uh um targets they want to tackle like i want to run on half a marathon every once and somebody else uh was like a wheel runner
2: like uh, uh, cycling competitive yeah
4: cycling competitive cycling around uh the the one lake and 300 kilometers, so Oof. everybody has, like, his own thing, what they want to do, and in the end, we want to stay kind of fit, so if there is a competition, then we're ready to go in the rowboat and try again to do our best and have fun, but it's kind of sad. <laughs>
2: right. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, it's, it's a negative impact on us all. I'm, uh, I'm afraid uh-huh. we have to continue with music in a bit. So um, would you have right. some closing remarks for our uh, listeners?
4: Um, stay fit and happy, actually. Hey. That's the only thing you can do.
2: Yes, that's very right. Well, thank, okay. you. thank you so much.
4: You're welcome, happy, actually. Hey. Well, the welcome with us can can both. Yes, on the- that's
2: very right. Well, thank, okay. you. thank you so much. All right. The- there was the interview with Bo van Beuningen our, uh, our account of a, pro, a day in the life of a pro-sporter in times of isolation. Next up we're returning to Slovenia, but reading in English will be Ina, reading Hunter S. Thompson.
5: Hi, from my part, this is a short portrait. So. For years I've regarded his very existence as a monument to all the rancid genes and rotten chromosomes that corrupt the possibilities of the American dream. He was a foul caricature of himself, a man with no soul, no inner convictions, with the integrity of a hyena and the style of a poisoned toad. Could we connect this description to the current political scene in America? Yeah, easy peasy. Trump being the worst president in the history of America, but at the same time, the ultimate realization of the dark side of the American dream, make it big. It don't matter how or why, really, it's just power. Power with no responsibility, no consequences. It's a high stakes game. It's just not really you who's paying the ante, the bets, or anything else for that matter. It's the human race. Or is that just how it all looks, and reality is far beyond? Are we missing something? Well, Hunter S. Thompson, the writer whose work we Jack we've been reading, has been obsessed with writing about exposing, discovering, searching for the American dream. And by the way, the quotation from the beginning was written by Hunter S. Thompson and was regarding now the second worst president of America, Richard Nixon. He wrote the former sentences for Rolling Stone, A magazine with which he had a long-running, a bit troubling relationship. Yes, he was a journalist, but not just a journalist. He was a monster, a crazy, wicked, evil, always looking for trouble man. I want to be evil, I want to be mad, but most of all Oh, I want to be bad. Always considering suicide, a gun lover, a junior delinquent, an explosion maker, ultimate bad boy, an outsider, a cruel and dangerous man, pushing the limits of consciousness, interested in human perversity, the mockery, rage and despair, or... Uh, Wait, wait, was that all a rule? Okay, let's go back to journalist. His journalistic approach was something that had in 1970s gotten the name Gonzo. And what that meant, well, it's best that you check it out because it has a lot to do with the drawings that his longtime partner, Ralph Stedman drew. And since it's hard to see through the radio, the web will have to suffice. But the other thing about Gonzo was that it was very, very participatory. It was getting emerged, sucked in, integrated with, what you were writing about with what you were writing about and the writing was much more about what's happening there overall the circumstances people how they're reacting what are their relationships how are they it was about life about people and actually quite human yeah the other thing Gonzo has been known for is its personal approach to the deliverance of a story. At the end of the trip, the piece was more about the writer, so in his and our case, Thompson, than about the actual reporting facts and stuff. There was no story until he got involved in it. So many have called his writing style a mix of reality and fiction, fact, imagination. But some politicians themselves said that his writing was in fact less factual, but more true. Hmm, interesting, very interesting. Thompson really shook up the journalistic scene, especially political journalism, and that was his intention. He was always searching, asking, what is objective journalism? He didn't want the second-hand statements prepared, polished story. That was boring and arranged. He wanted to know what's the real deal, what's behind, behind the establishment, the high people and places, behind the peace and love rock scene, who talking? Talking about what the fuck is happening with you, the scary, crazy, I might die parts, how to deal with that, to make it short, what's the dark side of it, and where are the edges of everything. But not to get the wrong idea, he was deeply invested in America, cared about politics, loved the Constitution, at one point he was running for sheriff, sheriff of Woody Creek, and there he was married, had a son. And I mean, people describe him as a loving, caring, generous, entertaining, interesting, brilliant man. Who are these people? Yeah, I suggest you check the documentaries. (laughs) His wife says, that he was a man of two extremes. He was living near Aspen, Rocky Mountains, traveling to Las Vegas and Hollywood. Maybe his most famous work, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, deals with the place where the American dream ends, the death of it, and death through the eyes of two characters, Raul Duke, also the writer's pseudonym, and Dr. Gonzo. The pseudonym really helped him with not being afraid to write what he wanted, helped him with what pseudonyms are supposed to help with, anonymity, so that he could nail that image of evil, write about the rigidness of American life, dive into shit that real, a real person would be judged for. But this anonymity soon vanished as he had been becoming more and more famous as an icon and the leader. And that's when the questions started to appear. Questions of who are people really interested in? Him? Hunter? Or the character, Raoul? Who are they wanting to talk to? He became the prisoner of his own fame, trapped in Gonzo. First he was behind the story, he could observe it. Now he was the observed, the story. He even got a comic strip character called Uncle Duke, combining the two, the real and the fictional Hunter and Raul. Duke is an epic consumer of drugs and alcohol and an a moral trickster with a fondness for firearms. And Thompson is... Well, a lot of things on the lists of adjectives and description, descriptions check out. A lot also don't. But he was many things. Amoral though... Hmm. A good description would be more like a moralist posing as an immoralist. A man who once wanted to cure the world. He distilled weirdness for us. A lot of the times provoked a situation until he got a reaction. But most important, maybe, Hunter S. Thompson stood and still stands for possibility itself. The more unlikely, the better. He always gives a reason to continue or at least search for it. Truth in equal balance with imagination, what is fact and what fiction, a blur that he seemed to map perfectly. But maybe even more interesting, he managed to persuade us to trust and distrust his voice at the same time. And now back to you, Sydney and Leo.
2: Oh, thank you very much, Ina, for that wonderful portrait of Hunter S. Thompson. That's definitely some food for thought there. Um, next up, a bit of music to calm our minds again. Uh, it's Alfred any disappointments from, our, uh, from Dylan from Amsterdam? Thank you very much, Dylan. This is Childstar.
4: like children's music? No, no, no. Oh, what music
3: are you into? I like this. It's very grown up.
2: Hi everybody, thanks so much Dylan for sending this in, this was once again Alfred and the Disappointment with Childstar. Now we're going on to the next interview that I uh, did this afternoon uh, with Joe Custers, he's got a very interesting project he wants to talk about. Uh, Follow our Facebook and you'll see it tomorrow, but first let's hear what it is. Hi, welcome, we're sitting here with Joe Custers.
6: Yeah, that's great. Hi Joe. how are you doing? Pretty good, it's a good day, I'm uh, being kind of productive building a lot of things here on the island. It's a good place to be.
2: Nice, nice. So yeah, we're also uh, we're back at Zöderzeeweg in Amsterdam East. Che uh, is our artist in resident. we like to say. He's an, uh, he's an artist. Could you tell us a little more about yourself?
6: Yeah, I am a bit of a everything a little bit uh, person. I do a lot of work in public space building big structures, making livable structures. I design funny objects. I mainly talk about human experience and a lot of themes to do with circularity and ecology of humans. Um, but at the moment, all my uh, my work has been cancelled uh, in the public space. So, um, that's why I'm working on a new project here. Right, yeah,
2: because you have an exciting new project running together with Marike van den Bel. Yeah,
6: exactly. Uh,
2: called Print and Play, if I'm
6: right. Yeah, Print and Play. That's the reason uh, uh, we we're sitting here. The project is quite interesting because all the exhibitions and gallery spaces here in Amsterdam and in the whole of Europe are kind of cancelled at the moment. So a lot of artists are out of work or they have their work displayed somewhere. And they're picking it up quite nicely with Instagram or their website or digital stuff. But we thought, okay, that doesn't really keep your attention. We want to do something physical, Yeah. but we can't host a big event. So how can we make something physical that's not uh, together with a lot of people? So that's why we devised print and play. That is sort of a printable exhibition um, that you can print yourself at home. Right. You can print it at home. It's it's a of so, it work. Box.
2: You you download uh you download some material? Yeah, or? It's
6: sort of like a little exhibition that pops out of a box, you download the big PDF or print file, and in there are all sorts of artworks that have been made for the exhibition or previous works that really fit to the theme of just replicating and having the artwork as the copy. Um so that is also the funny idea of this exhibition. Like, if you build it up, it is the exhibition. It's not a replica, but the copy of the work is also the work. It has right. a lot to do with photography and other exhibitions. They also build up work by just putting up the photography or the film. Right. So it is not a copy of the exhibition, but you're making the exhibition yourself. It's That's the idea. Uh,
2: interesting approach there to, uh, to curating, I'd say. Uh, Walter Benjamin resonating in your practice, mm-hmm. so I hear it. Um, but what is the end game? Do you want people to have it for themselves? Do you want to sh- have them share it? Or
6: I think the funniest thing is that this exhibition can spread, because it's a digital file, but have multiple versions of the same exhibition in different spaces. We really like this idea of giving the people at home a real exhibition to look at, mm-hmm. but also the funny idea of it interacting with your house. Like this exhibition in someone's kitchen will look totally different than someone that has a big shed where they build this thing up, especially. So that's also the idea. We want to see what people can do with it and bring a bit of uh, um, notoriety to the artist in this uh, exhibition. Because because that's, that's what we want to support. We want to see if we can bring these young artists or these upcoming artists still... a broader public by making such a version of an exhibition
2: right yeah because of course artists are also affected by the current pandemic yeah but um is there are there still slots open
6: for artists can they still uh oh for sure we have the deadline open till the 8th of april so that's about five days still so you can still join this so if you're an interesting artist musician performer any type of work that can be put on an A4 paper, it can be a performance, it can be a visual work. You can even build a structure or a sculpture out of A4 paper and have people replicate it. Anything that fits in this format, you can uh, put up uh, at printandplayexhibition.com. Awesome. And probably you're also on Facebook. We're also on Facebook, we're on uh, Instagram. You can find us, printandplayexhibition. And we're open to all artists joining, that's it. We want to show a broad scope of artists from all over the world to see what kind of work they're making now and what kind of work they're making before this whole uh, Brilliant.
2: ordeal. Brilliant. Awesome. It sounds like quite a bunch. Uh, is there anything else you're still doing next to the to the project?
6: Uh, next On the personal to personal levels, I'm doing a lot of good uh, sitting in the sun now and my own projects <laughs> sort of continue but it's kind of nice to see how does it work for me to be in this isolation and make work via the digital sphere but this is mainly the little project uh, We've been doing that. It's going quite well. We're getting super funny work. So also, if you're not an artist, check it out. It's going to be funny. Build it up in your home.
2: Awesome. Cool. Well, these were some uh, very nice closing remarks uh, from Che Custers here on the work at home um, transmission. Um, well, that, that was it from Amsterdam. I'm uh, back to Slovenia.
0: All oh, right, here we are back in Slovenia. So, next station of our evening is Jehanec Gubec reading Hunter S. Thompson,
7: Screwjack. February 18 to 19. Getting toward dawn now, very fog in the head and no Dexedrine left. For the first time in at least 5 years, I'm out of my little energy bombs. Nothing in the bottle but five Ritalin tablets and a big span of mescaline and speed. I don't know the ratio of the mixture or what kind of speed is in there with the mescaline. I have no idea what it will do to my head, my heart or my body. But the Ritalin is useless at this point, not strong enough, so I have to risk the other. Oscar is coming by at 10 to take me out to the airport for the flight to Denver and Aspen. So, if I sink into madness and weird hallucinations, at least he can get me checked out of the hotel. The plane ride itself might be another matter. How can a man know? Well, I just swallowed the little bugger. Soon it will take hold. I have no idea what to expect. And in this death-tired, run-down condition, almost anything can happen. My resistance is gone, so any reaction will be extreme. I've never had masculine. Meanwhile, outside on the street the zoo action never stops. For a while, I watched four LA sheriff beat up two teenagers, then handcuff them and hauled them away. Terrible howls and screams floated up to my balcony. I'm sorry, sir. Oh, God, please, I'm sorry. Whack. One cop picked him up by the feet while he was hanging onto a hurricane fence. The other one kicked him loose. They kneeled, they kneeled on his back and whacked him on the head a few times. I was tempted to hurl a wine bottle down on the copse, but refrained. Later, more noise. This time a dope freak. Bopping along and singing at the top of his lungs. Some kind of medieval chant. Oblivious to everything, just bopping along the strip. And remember that shooting scene in Alphys? Also the film opening with a man reeling into a plastic house, vomiting, cursing the news, picking up a pistol and firing into the ceiling, driven mad by the news and the pressure of upward mobility. Then perhaps to the classic cat on amateur night, his neighbor's wife. And from there to the shooting at Alphys. Yes, it begins to yell. Jesus, 6.45 now, and the pill has taken hold for real. The metal on the typewriter has turned from dull green to a sort of high-gloss blue. The keys sparkle, glitter with highlights. I sort of levitated in the chair, hovering in front of the typewriter, not sitting. Fantastic brightness on everything, polished and waxed with special lighting. And the physical end of the thing is like the first half-hour on acid A sort of buzzing all over. A sense of being gripped by something, vibrating internally, but with no outward sign of movement. I'm amazed that I can keep typing. I feel like both me and the typewriter have become weightless. It floats in front of me like a bright toy. Weird. I can still spell, but I had to think about the last one. Weird. Christ! I wonder how much worse this is going to get. It's 7 now and I have to check out in an hour or so. If this is the beginning of an acid-style trip, I might as well give up on the idea of flying anywhere. Taking off in an airplane right now would be an unbearable experience. It would blow the top off-right of my head. The physical sensation of lifting off the ground would be unbearable in this condition. I feel like I could step off the balcony right now and float gently down to the sidewalk. Yes, and getting worse. A muscle in my thigh, is seized by spasms, quivering like something disembodied. I can watch it, feel it, but not be connected. There is not much connection between my head and my body. But I can still, t- I can still type. And very fast too. Much faster than normal. Yes, the goddamn drug is definitely taking hold. Very much like much like acid, A sense of very pleasant physical paralysis. Whoa, that spelling. While the brain copes with something never coped before, the brain is doing all the work right now, adjusting to this new stimulus like an old soldier ambushed and panicked for a moment. Getting a grip, but not in command. Hanging on, waiting for a break, but expecting something worse. And yes, it's coming. I couldn't possibly get out of this chair right now. I couldn't walk. All I could do is type. It feels like blood is racing through me all around my body at fantastic speeds. I don't feel any pumping, just a sense of increased flow, speed, interior speed and a buzzing without noise, high speed, vibrations and more brightness. The light rate indicator that moves along with the ball in this type right now appears to be made of arterial blood. It drops and jumps along like a living thing. I feel like vomiting, but the pressure is too great. My feet are cold, hands cold, head in a vice. Fantastic effort to lift the bottle of Budweiser and take a sip. I drink like breathing it in, feeling it all the way cold into my stomach. Very thirsty, but only a half a beer left and dirty to get to call for more. Christ! There's the catch. I'm going to have to deal with all manner of complicated shit like pecking, paying, all that shit any moment now. If the thing bites down much much harder, I might wig out and demand beer. Stay away from the phone, watch the red arrow. This typewriter is keeping me on my rails. Without it, I'd be completely adrift and weird. Maybe I should call Oscar and get him down here with some beer to keep me away from the balcony. Oh shit, this is very weird. My legs are half frozen and slow panic in my stomach. Wondering how much stranger we could get. Turn the radio on, focus on something, but don't listen to the words, the vicious bullshit. Jesus, the sun is coming up. The room is unbearably bright, then a cloud across the sun. I can see the cloud in the sudden loss of light in the room, now getting brighter as the cloud passes or moves out there somewhere, much harder to type now. But it must be done, this is my handle. Keep the brain tethered, hold it down. Any slippage now could be a landslide, losing the grip, falling, or flipping around. Christ, can't blow my nose, can't find it, but I can see it, and my hand too, but I can't get together. Ice my nose, trembling with the, with the radio now, some kind of flute music, cold and fantastic vibrations so far. I can't move, the ball just flipped back. A space capsule floating across the page. Some kind, some kind of rotten, phony soul music on the radio. Melvin Laird singing, the wait. Oh yes, we get where are, where are where Some fuckful accent. Hair jelly music. Anthony Hatch in Jerusalem, great god, the stinking news is on, get rid of it. No mention of Nixon, too much for a torture head. Christ, what a beastly job to look for a new station on this radio dial. Up and down the bright blue line and all the, line mime, all the numbers. Quick, switch to FM. Get rid of the fucking news. Find something in a foreign language. The news is already on. The TV screen, but I won't turn it on. Won't even look at it. Nixon's face. God damn, I just called Oscar. Fantastic effort to die, and the fucking line is busy. Hang on now. No slippage. Ignore this weird trembling. Laugh. Yes, that sense of humor. Snug it down from somewhere. The sky hook. Jesus, I have to lock that door. Get the do not disturb sign all out before a mate blunders in. I can't stand it, and I just heard one out there. Creeping along the hallway, jiggling doorknobs. Ho oh, he yeah, had that famous smile. I just got hold of Oscar. He's coming with some beer. That is the problem now. I can't start fucking around with the management. Shouting for beer at this hour of dawn. Disaster hour that way. Don't fuck with the management. Not, not now. In this weird condition. Conserve, conserve this inch of beer until Oscar arrives. With more, With more. Get a human buffer zone in here. Something to hide behind. The fucking news is on again. On FM this time. Singer suing time is 15 minutes until 8 o'clock. Washington's birthday sale we cannot tell a lie. Our machines will sew into a bag so fast you'll think you went blind. God damn is there no human peaceful sound on the radio. Yes, I had one for an instant. But now more ads and bullshit. No, right there. A violin. A violin sound. Hold that. Stay with it, focus on the violin sound, ride it out. Ah, this beer won't last me. The thirst will do me to fucking with the management. No, I have some ice left. On the balcony, but careful, careful out there. Don't look over the edge. Go, Go out backward. Feel around for the paper ice bucket. Seize it carefully, between thumb and forefinger. Then walk slowly back to this chair. Try it now. Done. But my legs have turned to jelly, impossible to move around, except like a rolling ball. Don't bounce, get away from the phone. Keep trying the grip, the handle. Jesus, my hands are vibrating now. I don't see how they can type. The keys feel like huge plastic mounds, very mushy. And that bright red arrow jumping along like a pill in one of those sing-along movie shorts. Bouncing from word to word with the music. Thank God for the sonata in F major, for oboe and guitar, St- stark Starkweather, no ads. Listener-sponsored radio, not even news. Salvation has many faces. Remind me to send a check to this station when I get well. K, P, F, K? Yeah, sounds right. The beer crisis is building. I'm down to saliva in this last brown battle. God damn! half my brain is already pondering how to get more beer. But it won't work. No way. No beer is available here. No way. Not them. Think about something else. Thank God for this music. If I could get to the bathroom, I'd like to get a towel and hang it over the face of this stinking TV set. The news is on there. I can smell it. My My eyes feel bigger than grapefruits. Where are the sunglasses? Oh, I see them over there. Creep across, that cloud is off the sun again, for real this time, incredible light in the room, white blaze on the walls, glittering typewriter keys, and down there, under the balcony traffic moves steadily along, steadily along the sunset strip in Hollywood, California, zip code unknown. We just came back from, our, from a tour of the Soviet Union and Denmark. Careful now, don't stray into the news. Keep it pure. Yes. I hear a flute now, musing starting again. What about cigarettes? Another problem, Elra. And I hear that really old chairwoman sucking on the doorknob again. God damn Her sneaky ass! What does she want? I have no money! If she comes in here, the rest of her day will be spent in a fear coma. I'm not in the mood to fuck around with chairwoman. Keep them out of here. They prowl this hotel like crippled wolves. Smile again, yes, again a step, tighten the grip, oh, when will this thing peak, it seems to be boring, deeper, I know it can be worse than acid, but that's what it feels like. I oh, have to catch the plane in two hours, can it be done, Jesus, I couldn't fly it now, I couldn't walk to the plane, oh Jesus, crunch it's on, my throat and mouth are like gravel and even the saliva is gone. Can I get to the bottle of Old Crow and mix it up with the remains of these ice fragments? A cool drink for the freak? Give the gentleman something cool, dear. Can you see his wire his brain to the water pump and his ears to the generator? Stand back. Those sparks. Back off. Maybe he's too far gone. Call a snake around him. Get that drink, boy. You're sleeping. We need concentration. Yes. The music, some kind of German flower song. Martin Bormann sings White Rabbit. Ambushed in the jungle by a legion of naked gooks. Whiskey, Uberales. Get the drink. Get up. Move. Done. But my knees are locked and my head is about 20 feet higher than my feet. In this room with an 8 foot roof, making travel very really difficult. The light again. Get those sunglasses. Unlock the knees and keep over there. Not far. Yeah. I'm wearing the glasses now, but the glare is still all around. Getting out of this hotel and chatting up, catching this plane is going to be weird. I see see not much hope, but that's not the way to think. I have managed to do everything else I had to do so far. 23 minutes past 8 on this brain-saving station. I hear echoes of the news leaking out of the back of the TV set. Nixon has ordered the Condor Legion into Berkeley. Smile, relax a bit, sip the drink, take pies now, on the radio, but it's a really violins, they're fucking out with these instruments. Sounds like a tractor in the hall, the chairwoman are going to cave my door in with a fucking web vehicle, a crane in that hall, snapping doors of the hinges like so many cobwebs. Creaking and clanking along, this hotel has gone all to hell since the chain. <laughs> took it over. No more grapefruit in the light sockets. The lamp sockets. Put some lamp black on those walls. Take off the glare. <sighs> we need more hair on those walls. And crab lies in the rug. <laughs> to give it life. There are marijuana seeds in this rug. The place is full of them. The rug crackers like popcorn when he walk. Who planted these seeds in this rug? And why aren't they watered? <gasps> now, Yes. There's a project. Tend to the crops. Soak this rug like a drenching rain, some kind of tropical downpour. Good for the crops, keep the ground damp and prune the leaves every other day. Be careful about renting the room, special people, nature freaks, tillers of soil. Let them in, but for Christ's sake, keep the chairwoman out. They don't like things growing in the rug. Most of them seem like third generation fins. All muscle turned to lard and hanging like wasp nests. Waspness? sleeping again, beware. Oscar just came in, bringing beer. I seem to have leveled out, like after the first rush of acid. If this is as deep as it's going to bore, I think we can make that plane. but I dread it. Get in a steel tube and shot across the sky, step down, yeah, I sense a peak just now, a hint of let down, but still vibrating and hovering around with a typewriter. The cloud is over the sun again, or maybe it's smoke. But the glare is gone from the walls, no highlights on the building down below, no sparkle on the rooftops, no water, just grey air. I see a concrete mixer moving, red and grey, down on that other street, a long way off. It looks like a matchbox matchbox toy. They sell them in the airports. Get one for Juan. I think we will catch that plane, someday, someday when things are right and like they should be, we can do all this again by putting a quarter in the Holiday in vibrator bed and taking a special madness pill. But wait, hold on, hold over there. We can do that now. We can do almost anything now. And why not?
2: Well, thank you very much. Thank you very much, Yane, for this uh, very exciting narration of sc- another exciting passage of Screwjack. Um, please see the Facebook uh, for our live posting of the live stream so that you can hear it all back. Um, and that makes that we've almost reached the end of this transmission. Um, also check the Facebook for our next transmission, of, of course, and on behalf of all of us, stay safe, stay at a safe distance. And dance like nobody's watching. There's no ads, no bullshits here on this radio, no violence either. It's just next up, Joust Wunderlich with his amazing organ. Ladies and gentlemen, please dance. Certainly
0: so, yeah, <laughs> you, you had a great performance over there, I have to say, it was really, <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> I have to release them tomorrow. Radio zastava oči. Machine, Cobra libre.
5: <laughs> yeah. See, um, slow
8: Dämmer der Stagnation, wo die Verständigung über das Verschwimmen aller Grenzen sich fast nicht lohnt. Zumal das Gezänket der Kriminellen sich gar nicht unterscheiden lässt vor meinem
0: Regenbogen. wie üblich
8: fange ich wieder mal am Ende an. Das ist wo mein Benjamin Button Flow. Sogar für ein paar Getränke und knack den Code. Fragt auch nur einer, was ist los heißt, die Antwort: entweder macht man Yoga oder die Waffen hoch oder man schwenkt hier bloß die Flaschen und oder die Menschen hier lachen los. Aber selbst wenn sie lachen! wem wollen sie was vormachen, das klingt hohl. Obacht, man ist wieder boshaft und rasselt mit den Klassikern der Rasse und dergleichen lange totgesagten Sachen los. Geht in die Gassen auf die Schwachen los, oha. Und gerade die ablassen spielen die Gefassten, aber gaffen bloß. Na sowas, erstmal noch einen Kasten holen. Ohnmacht, schon krass. Ich seh mich als Kritiker der Missstände, ganz so wie ein Zeitredakteur, nur mit einem Gewehr Und sprech von Menschenrechten, als ob ich hier einziger Verteidiger wär, yeah Manchen Scheingespräche reichen nicht mehr und da draußen treiben Leichen im Meer Aber darauf keine Gewehr, tut mir leid, dazu weiß ich nicht mehr Deine Inneneinrichtung behagt mir nicht Trotzdem sag ich etwas Artiges Denn du bist zwar nice, aber gar zu schlicht Ja, in gewissen Kreisen verwahrt man sich Gegen den Wahl und spricht recht wahnsinnig Von Eintracht und Farbenpflicht Und ganz allgemein auch vom warmen Licht, dass man bewahrt in sich Und dass sie einen bereitwillig durch die Herzschlagader schicken Wenn man nur schweigt und nicht sagt, was ist Wenn sich alles von alleine schon gerade rückt, das lob ich mir Ich könnte mir durchaus vorstellen, sowas eines Tages, weil es moralisch ist, zu moderieren Aber klar, für kleine Gage und das Sofa hier Kommunikation ist key? Yeah, doch wer macht den Overs hier? Darauf meint Dosenbier Mehr Wie gelangen bloß all diese Drogen hier her? Seht sie stehen ohne Triebe Vor der Probmaschine Oder warten in den Tod marschierend auf die große Liebe Derweil trinke ich süchtig mein Cobra Libre Trinke mein Gift und bleibe flüchtig, bis ich kollabiere Ich sehe mich als Kritiker der Missstände Ganz so wie ein Zeitredakteur, nur mit einem Gewehr Und sprech von Menschenrechten, als ob ich hier einziger Verteidiger wär, yeah Manchem Scheingespräche reichen nicht mehr Und da draußen treiben Leichen im Meer Aber darauf keine Gewehr Tut mir leid, dazu weiß ich nicht mehr Sie stehen ohne Triebe vor der Brotmaschine Vor der Brotmaschine Vor der Brotmaschine Gar kein Grund für Kammerflimmern Ihr Markus entwickelt sich wie die anderen Kinder Über die Rampen wagen kranke Rinder Und das alles läuft zusammen in einem Rinnsaal Und noch einmal danke Für das salumi teller mitbringen Wie hast du das transportiert, ehrlich jetzt? Warum Jan und Du immer so nett sind? Kommt her, wenn ihr den Baum braucht Aber ruft vorher an, weil da ich das für die Planung brauch Gar kein Grund für Kerma, Filmer Der Markus entwickelt sich wie die anderen Kinder. Über die Rampenwappen, Kante, Kinder und das alles läuft zusammen in deinem Rindsaal Und noch einmal danke für das Alumi-Teller mitbringen Wie hast du das transportiert? Ehrlich jetzt, warum ja und du immer so nett sind? Kommt her, wenn ihr den Wagen braucht Aber ruft vorher an, da ich das für die Planung brauch
0: Radio Isolat, this is the end of our transmission today, follow us on Facebook on www.facebook.com slash very welcome to follow our shows, we see you on Tuesday, for now, bye bye.